Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. Hear the word of the Lord, princes of Sodom. Listen to the instruction of our God, people of Gomorrah. What care I for the number of your sacrifices, says the Lord? I have had enough of whole burnt rams and fat of fatlings. In the blood of calves, lambs, and goats I find no pleasure. When you come in to visit me, who asks these things of you? Trample my courts no more. Bring no more worthless offerings. Your incense is loathsome to me. New moon and Sabbath, calling of assemblies, Octaves with wickedness, these I cannot bear. Your new moons and festivals I detest. They weigh me down, I tire of the load. When you spread out your hands, I close my eyes to you. Though you pray the more, I will not listen. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves clean. Put away your misdeeds from before my eyes. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Make justice your aim. Redress the, redress the wronged. Hear the orphan's plea. Defend the widow. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Not for your sacrifices do I rebuke you, for your burnt offerings are before me always. I take from your house no bullock, no goats out of your fold. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. Why do you recite my statutes and profess my covenant with your mouth, though you hate discipline and cast my words behind you? To the upright I will show the saving power of God. When you do these things, shall I be deaf to it? Or do you think that I am like yourself? I will correct you by drawing them up before your eyes. He that offers praise as a sacrifice glorifies me. And to him that goes the right way, I will show the salvation of God. To the upright I will show the saving power of God. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said to his apostles, Do not think that I have come to bring peace upon the earth. I have come to bring not peace, but the sword. For I have come to set a man against his father, a daughter against her mother, and a daughter-in-law against her mother-in-law. And one's enemies will be those of his household. Whoever loves father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever loves son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. And whoever does not take up his cross and follow after me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds his life will lose it, and whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. Whoever receives you receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. Whoever receives a prophet because he is a prophet will receive a prophet's reward. And whoever receives a righteous man because he is righteous 
will receive a righteous man's award. And whoever gives only a cup of cold water to one of these little ones to drink because he is a disciple, amen, I say to you, he will surely not lose his reward. When Jesus finished giving these commands to his twelve disciples, he went away from that place to teach and to preach in their towns. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. Well, brothers and sisters, we do begin today a special nine-day period uh, where we will offer both masses and prayer services here on these broadcast channels to thank God for the mighty work He has done in answering the prayers of His people who for five decades almost have been calling for the end of this disastrous policy imposed on the United States by the Supreme Court, not resulting from the will of the people, but imposed of allowing abortion throughout pregnancy and of prohibiting the states and the Congress from even protecting these babies in the womb, at least up until viability. The court has taken that roadblock out of the way. The court has repented of the damage imposed by Roe v. Wade and of the error of identifying abortion as a constitutional right. The, the court has opened the way now for the people and their elected representatives to protect these babies. And now with that way opened, many of the laws that had already been passed are going into effect and many more can be passed now to take more protection, bring more protection to these children in the womb. Brothers and sisters, this is what we give thanks for, this new opportunity. Many lives are already being saved and will be saved as a result. The readings that I just read to you are ones already assigned for this day, and they could not be more appropriate for this theme of protecting the unborn. Because God is talking to His people here in the first chapter of Isaiah, and He's calling His own people Sodom and Gomorrah. He's calling his own people evil. And he's saying to the very people whom he, God, commanded to offer sacrifices, to come into the temple, to bring prayers and offerings, he's telling them not to do that anymore. It's kind of a strange passage in that respect. Who asks these things of you, he says to them. Well, Lord, you are. You, you told us. You set up the feast days. You told us to have the prayers. You told us to bring the offerings. And now God is, is, is saying, no, no more. I don't want to hear it. And what's the reason for this? In fact, I think here you have one of the scariest verses in the Bible. Listen to this again. When you spread out your hands, I close my eyes. Though you pray, the more I will not listen. Friends, if God is not listening, to whom do we go? We pray to Him, convinced that He hears us, that He loves us, that He wants to listen to us. And here He is telling His people, no more. I am closing my ears and my eyes to your prayers. Why? He gives the reason in one short sentence. Your hands are full of blood. Scripture says, God hates the shedding of innocent blood. Thou shalt not kill. 
And it wasn't just that the people were actually doing the killing, is that they were allowing it. They were tolerating it. They were not trying to stop it. There was bloodshed going on in their midst, and they were just going on with their lives, business as usual. Your hands are full of blood. Because the blood is being shed on your land, and you're not taking responsibility for it. You're not trying to end it. Wash yourselves clean, he says. Do justice. That means intervene for the helpless. Help those are in, who are in danger. Speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves. Isn't that what the pro-life movement is all about? Isn't this what God is saying to us today? If we continue to allow the killing of these babies, your hands are full of blood. Not necessarily that you are having abortions, although many are. Not necessarily that you are directly cooperating in them, although many are. To them, these words apply with particular force. But they apply to us all if we are not actively, vocally trying to save the children who are being killed. Your hands are full of blood. Wash yourselves clean. Do justice. Because it is only in loving your neighbor that you can love God. It is only by having mercy on your neighbor who needs it that you can then lift up your hands and say, Lord, have mercy on me. It is only when you respect the lives of your fellow human beings that you can come and worship God. It is only when we welcome the other, starting with the weakest and the smallest, that we can welcome the Lord. And so he has these words to say, especially to believers, and especially to believers in public life who promote abortion. Biden comes to mind. Pelosi comes to mind. Why are you trampling my court? Trample them no more. You want to say you're a devout Catholic and you have your rosary beads? I am not listening to you. Your hands are full of blood. These are not just people who agree with abortion. When you look at Biden, when you look at Pelosi, they are promoting it. They are going out of their way to make sure that it continues to happen. That's not weakness, brothers and sisters. That's betrayal. And so God says to people in their circumstances who could be working hard to protect these children, especially now that the Supreme Court has said there's no constitutional obstacle to doing so, God says to them, when you spread out your hands, I close my eyes to you. Why? Because when I look at you, I see the blood of these children. So I close my eyes to you. Though you pray the more, Pelosi, though you pray the more, Biden, though you pray the more, every one of you in a position to save these babies who are just turning your eyes on them, God is turning his eyes on you and saying, I will not listen. But then he always, always opens that door and keeps it open to say, wash yourselves clean. There is still time for repentance. Put away your misdeeds. Cease doing evil. Learn to do good. Make justice your aim. Justice. Giving all his or her due. Setting things right. Here he has in the gospel, likewise, this simple message. You receive another. 
you receive me. You receive these children. You receive me. Whatever you do or fail to do, for the least you fail to do to me. You don't protect these babies, Jesus says. You're not protecting me. But you save them. You serve them. You defend them. And Jesus Christ himself tells us, you are defending me. Let us give thanks that God has given us now more opportunity than ever to protect these babies. He has taken the roadblock of Roe v. Wade out of the way. Let us give thanks, let us rejoice, and let us show our gratitude by a deeper, more active commitment than ever to defend the unborn. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.